What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the First in Tech podcast. I'm your host, technician sports editor Camden Spate. I'm video editor Jalen Harrington. And today we have a very special guest. We have former tech sports editor and current Pack Pride writer Alex Sawyer with us today. Alec, thank you for joining us. Yeah, it's great to be back. It hasn't been too long for me, but felt yeah. good to get back in the studio. Yeah, welcome back. You know, it's you know one year off of graduation, or at least you know one semester off, and out there in the real world doing real world things. So good to have you back here on the podcast. Talk about some NC State football which we will get to in just a moment. But first, we're going to talk about something from the sports world like we will at the beginning of every episode. Today, we're going to talk about the college football playoff rankings that just came out this week. Some interesting things to note here, and notably what we want to talk about, what I want us to talk about is Clemson being ranked number five. But there's also you know Ohio State, LSU, Bama, and Penn State that are ranked ahead of them. Those teams are going to be playing some some matchups here pretty soon. So, first, I want to get Jalen. I know you're very you're very uh, you know adamant about this topic about Clemson being ranked five. What's right. your take on that one? Right. A lot of Clemson fans think that they're in a pretty good spot being they ranked are in five. a very good spot. Uh, I disagree. You know, I think uh, there's a very very good chance that undefeated Clemson gets left out of this playoff, and I think it's really a no brainer for the committee. You know, a no brainer. What? What does that even mean? <laughs> it's a no brainer for the committee. You it's know? not. I disagree. Why? Who, who is Clemson's best win? I don't care. Who, we, no, no. Who is the best I, one? Okay, I understand. It's Wake Forest. Right. It's North it's Carolina. Wake and South Carolina. It's Wake Forest who might drop out of the top twenty-five once they get stomped by Clemson. But they're undefeated. Clemson will they, is undefeated. Will they have a single ranked win at the end of the year? No. Okay, I rest my case. <laughs> well, every but, other contender, okay. every other contender will have at least two but they're ranked gonna wins. Be, they're going to be undefeated, and you're going to put a one-loss team yes. in over them? I would them? put two one-loss teams in over them. Multiple one-loss teams in over yes, them. Yes, I would. I would. Ohio State undefeated, I would put them in. Um, Alabama undefeated, I would put them in. LSU with one loss, I would put them in over Clemson. Um, Penn State, depending on who that one loss is, if it's Ohio State in a close game, you know, I would put them in because they have a couple ranked wins. Um, Oregon or Utah, you know, whoever. Oregon or Utah. Oregon or Utah who are sitting there at seven or eight in a prime spot to jump to, uh, okay. to jump up I two could, spots I with a win in the Pac-12 championship. I could maybe yeah. see if Oregon's one loss was to a top two or three team, but Oregon's loss is to Auburn. To Auburn's Auburn 11. who just took the number two team in the country to the brink at yeah, LSU? Yeah, but they're, yeah. Ranked, they're yeah. ranked 11. Oregon is, should not be in there. Only eleven. Only wow. eleven. Only the eleven the, the best team in the teams. entire country. The Are you top serious? Four teams get into this. I'm not. Wait gonna, a second. If Wait you a lose, second. If you lose to the number eleven team, you're out. Wait a second. It's over. You think it's bad that the number seven team in the country lost a neutral close game to the number eleven team in the country? The number eleven team co- in the country that bad. just took LSU I'm not to the saying break. It's bad. LSU. I'm saying if you want to get in the college football playoff, that's a game you have to win. So okay. So what are we saying here, guys? We're gonna we're gonna punish Oregon for scheduling good teams. You know, Clemson's gonna I'm get not away. Punishing Clemson's Oregon gonna get away with scheduling a you know they what's are. gonna turn out to be yes. a cupcake in A and M who's they, already lost they, four games. They can't help that A and M was a cupcake when they scheduled them years in advance yeah, and can. that the ACC is terrible. Yeah, they can. They can't they can't help those things. Okay. That's out of their control. You know what's also out of your control? Being left out of the playoffs. You UCF what two years ago ran the table was yelling at everybody. UCF is not UCF a power five the, school. UCF ran the you table two years ago to and UCF. said, "Look, guys, we're undefeated. We beat everybody they put in front of us. Don't punish us for being a group of five team." And they got left out. 
and they should have gotten left out. They're a group of and five Clemson schools. Clemson is ACC going is to get left than that out. Conference. Clemson will get left out. First of all, the ACC might not be better than UCF, uh, UCF's conference this year. But anyways, Dude. so mm-hmm. are you guys telling me? So because in this Clemson scenario, we're forgetting that there's two other undefeated teams below Clemson. Minnesota's I undefeated. Am. Yes. Baylor's undefeated. So let me give you a quick scenario. I don't think Minnesota will you, not get there. Let me give you a quick scenario here. You know, Clemson goes undefeated, Minnesota goes undefeated, Baylor goes undefeated. You've got a one-loss LSU team, and let's say what? Georgia. Let's say Georgia wins the SEC championship. Who gets left out? Okay, if Minnesota, Clemson. If Minnesota goes undefeated, it means Penn State's probably out of the picture. Yeah, it means right. Ohio State might be out of I the picture. I just gave you five teams, so I'm going to run through it again. So in this scenario, Clemson goes undefeated, right? LSU has one loss to Alabama. Georgia won the SEC championship. So you're saying Bama goes undefeated to the championship, Georgia beats them. Is that what you're saying? No, LSU loses. Oh, no, they're, in the same, they're in the same side. Right, right, right. Okay. So LSU's one loss, okay? Okay. Georgia won the, uh, the SEC, hasn't dropped another game, okay? Um, you've got Minnesota undefeated, Baylor undefeated, Clemson undefeated. You're who, being, who gets left out? It's all because really you've got specific. three undefeated teams there. You're, you're, you're I am being very specific. Ba- just to show you the fact that being undefeated isn't always the best indicator. I'm not of being saying the best it will, team. but and Clemson's I'm telling gonna you, get in over and, one loss and teams. And I'm telling you, at the end of this year, you know, this is supposed to go by what your resume looks like. Who are your best wins? Who are your bad wins? You know, you've got. I don't see how you could pick. Clemson undefeated over an Oregon team that will have a great win in Utah in the championship, most likely, against a Clemson team who hasn't beaten anybody. Yeah, you beat NC State by 50. Okay. You know, we'll so, did, about so, did Wake, so did Wake Forest last week. You know, that's not special. That doesn't make you a great team. You become a great team by beating great teams. What if you beat Wake Forest by a lot? Wake, Wake Forest, Forest is a great team. Wake Forest is okay. Wake Forest is also going to drop out of the top 25 once they get stomped by Clemson. You know, that's the catch-22. But they'll, Wake they'll Forest is one bad loss. Team. Even if Wake Forest, you know, plays Clemson tight and people think they're good, the ACC is very chaotic this year. They are one bad loss away from not being in the top 25. You know, Clemson's in real danger of not having a single good win. When UNC is your best win, you're not having a great season. That's all I'm saying. No, you're, they're you having know, a great season. They just can't. Clemson, they don't have anybody to play. They do. When you're saying that UNC's your best win, you're not having a great season, right. that'd be like if you're a 500 team. But Clemson is undefeated and their best basically win, wiping and their best everybody win is else UNC. out. Their best win will be Wake Forest. It will be Wake Forest. <laughs> it will be. But what all I'm trying to point out is that I'm not saying, you know, that Clemson has complete control over who they could play. But that's not my problem. They have not played better teams than at least five other teams in this country. And if five other teams in this country have better resumes because they played but harder teams, some of teams, them are going to end up with a loss. It doesn't matter. It does. No, it doesn't. It does. No, it doesn't. It will absolutely matter. Clemson if undefeated you, is not getting left out. So what you want the committee to do is to punish teams for playing good teams. You we're know, not punishing we're, anyone. So, we're saying you have to that be a punishment. top four team in the entire country, no, that and is, they are not that. No, Clemson that's pu- is in there. That's punishment, though. When you prop up a team that that's has— That's what happens. You when lose. You, no, when you lose, you're out. No, when that's you what prop happens. up and pretend like a team that hasn't played anybody is a great team, when you've got teams who have you know, put themselves through the fire and are battle-tested, that's propping up— a team that has given themselves an easier route, and who 
it's conference what a, wait, games. They don't mean what to. AD, what AD in the future is going to schedule hard hard uh, games for his team if he knows all I have to do is schedule cupcakes, go undefeated, it's fine. Dude, Clemson kind of tried. They had Texas A&M. Texas A&M was supposed to be good. The ACC takes up eight games out of their schedule. Do you want to reward teams for trying or doing? Because you just said Oregon just lost to Auburn. That's and what Auburn happens. is actually a top team in the country. But they lost, and it's not to a top five team. They can't get in like that. Wait, so, okay, so the only team you can lose to is a top five team. Otherwise, if you have out. a you're loss, just trash. No, I'm not saying you're just trash. <laughs> but if you have a loss that's not to a really good team, then it's going to hurt you. Why? I mean, a really good team as in someone who's still competing for the playoff. Why? Because Auburn is a top they're a top 11 team in the country. Yes. They just took LSU. But, Again, I'm going to say it for the third time. They just took LSU to the brink at LSU. They are but, a great team. Period. Yeah, but they didn't win. It just It's just not there. <laughs> it's just not there. Oregon is look, not getting in. Look. I don't know what you want Clemson to do. Yeah, they, I don't either. Apart from the UNC game, where they played very bad and they came away with the win, they are killing everyone they play. They're winning want, every game by what 40. What do I want Clemson to do? Not have a bad loss against UNC, who sucks. They don't have a loss. And I, and I want them to go to the Orange Bowl and have a fun time there. They, they, because Jesus. they're not one of the top four teams in the country. They have two I'm SEC sorry, just, teams in their just, non-conference schedule. Just because I'm they're from North SEC Carolina teams. and just because you know I follow the ACC doesn't mean I'm going to pretend like the ACC isn't the worst conference in football. It is. It's the worst par- Power 5 conference. Yes, so, yes, if a one-loss Pac-12 team has a ranked victory, they're getting in over Clemson in my book. You know, And I'm not going to apologize for that. Oregon will be a better team. In I my see opinion, where you're coming if they're from. 12 and I just one don't think that's going to happen. Because okay. they are undefe- they will be undefeated. Clemson's okay. going undefeated. Look, all, all I'm saying is, look, for all of you, you know, they went undefeated. They I did. hope everybody goes undefeated now. Just Me so, too. Just so I Clemson, wish that was the case. Just so Clemson fans can be like, oh, well, put us in because we're a name brand. Because that's really what they want. They if want all five get... Power Five conference winners went undefeated, I would say yes, Clemson gets left out as the ACC winner. It's the that's, weakest conference, that's but that's not going to happen. That it, can it, happen. It's impossible. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is, you know, like I said with Oregon, LSU as well. LSU has what two, two, two ranked victories and a win at Texas. That's infinitely better than Clemson's, uh, than Clemson's resume. It's even with better, a loss, even with one loss. It, it is much better, but Clemson's still getting in over some of these teams. You're saying will have one loss. Okay, and, I'm, and all I'm saying is that you know if that happens. It'll show the need for expansion in the playoff, first of all. And I absolutely have been believed that yeah. that should happen. That should definitely um, happen. But it also shows that, you know, the committee isn't focused on finding the board the four best the four best teams. They're focused on, you know, using politics to get the name brands into the college football playoff. Wait, you don't think compared to everyone else, Clemson's like just as name brand as everyone else? Penn State's a name brand. No, it's not Clem- like a name no, Clemson's brand. Clemson's more of a name brand. Yeah. Recently, it, Clemson's been the best team in college football. Yeah, for but the last it's not decade. like they're going to be losing a whole lot if they have. Oh, I'm sorry, I have Ohio State and LSU and Bama and you know I, Penn I'm, State in there. I'm my saying, bad. Well, because this will come down to what you know, most likely Penn State, Clemson, Oregon. Of those three teams, you know, Clemson's the name brand, and they'll get in over those that's, teams. That's what if happened it comes to Bama out, a couple right, years ago. Bama right. got the four spot exactly, and I don't think that's and they the way. won it all. And they were one of the best and teams. I don't think that's the way this should be done. You know, we play the regular season for a reason, and that's to figure out who are the four best teams. You know, put the four best teams in. Don't put the four name brands in. That's not what I want to see. Um, but either way, expand to eight, and we won't have this problem. That's true. That's true. We'll <laughs> go with that. All right. Well, let's let's move on from that after talking about that for twelve minutes. <laughs> all right. So. 
<laughs> NC State traveled to Winston Salem. Hey, can we go back to to, to college football talk? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> NC State travels to Winston Salem and gets ran over, forty-four to ten. Uh, Wake Forest, you know, looked infinitely better than NC State, and NC State had really had no answers. So before we get to the Clemson game, I want to recap a little bit of what happened in that Wake Forest game. Devin Leary went 17 for 45, 149 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Jamie Newman threw for almost 300 yards and three touchdowns. That's kind of how was, you know, we expected that to go. So um, De- uh, what did you guys see from Devin Leary, at quarterback? Uh, yeah, he went 17 <laughs> for 45. Yeah, exactly. I mean... <laughs> State had some drops, some things that he couldn't control, but there was also a lot of plays in that game where Leary just missed guys on the sideline, forced passes. I think he really did not play a very good game. I don't think he made a ton of throws that really made me look at him and go, wow, he's a quarterback that can win games. I mean, it was a tough game on the road. He's just now getting in that starter role, but he he was missing a lot. Yeah, I was really blown away. Um by how bad the offensive line play was, you know. And I think this is really the culmination of a lot of things, one being injuries, um, another being inexperience from Leary. Um, and also, you know, I don't know if the coaching staff has done a great job so far with these quarterbacks and getting them in the right position to play. Um, you know, starting off in a road game against Wake Forest at Wake Forest, it's not a great way to start, you know, and then he's got Clemson up next next week. It's a tough road for him. Right, right. Um, and I think we're really seeing that this is going to be a long process, and I'm talking years, right? Like, this season, I don't want to be too pessimistic, but kind of throw it away. Like, you know, the young guys on this team are going to get better, uh, but they're going to get better through fire and through a lot of bad football and, you know, the season is not going to be pretty for NC State fans. And, you know, you look, look at the rushing numbers for NC State. Jordan Houston had 11 carries for 48 yards. And, you know, Trent Pennix had 44 yards. You know, Zonovan Knight again quiet. You know, Devin Leary had 14 yards rushing. It, the rushing game, it's, you know, in general, what we thought coming into the year just hasn't been there. And we've talked about that a couple of times. It seems like Jordan Houston's kind of going to be the guy going forward for the rest of the season. You know, some injuries to person and night have kind of mixed that up a lot. But Jordan Houston look, at least has looked pretty good in the times he's been out there. I mean, he averaged, you know, almost four and a half yards a carry against Wake Forest. And, you know, that's still pretty good. So we'll, I assume we'll probably see more of him. And, you know, one thing, I look at the receiving, and Thayer Thomas only had two catches for nine yards, and that just seems like Thayer Thomas has to get the ball. Whether he's throwing it or he's catching it, he needs the ball in his hands. So, you know, what did you see from, like, the distribution of, you know, throwing it to certain receivers? I mean, Leary didn't play well, but overall. Devin Leary really likes to throw the ball to the sideline. I mean, he at least liked to do that in the Wake Forest game. Um, That's not going to play into Thayer Thomas as much as it is if you're you know going through your progression and looking he's targeting a mezzi he's targeting devin carter um i think you're completely right there thomas might be your best offensive playmaker right now you got to find ways to get him the ball be creative to get him the ball and i just don't think that was there um whether that's leary whether it's the play calling for whatever reason he's not he wasn't super involved in wake force and that's something that i think you 
do need to fix. You do need to help a little bit because that's someone you want the ball in his hands, and that's a target that Devin Leary should be able to rely on, look to, and he has two receptions, nine whole yards. Like He clearly wasn't someone that was getting a ton of looks from Devin Leary, and that, that you need him to be getting those looks. Right. Um, I think Thayer Thomas definitely needs to get the ball more. Um, but I am encouraged by the fact that Devin looks a lot to carry Angeline. You know, he had three receptions, 46 yards, a touchdown. Um, he's six seven, guys, you know. <laughs> yeah, <for> he, <laughs> he's a quarterback's best friend. And for a guy that, you know, may not feel as comfortable, you know, with this placement, just throw it up there to the big guy and let him go get it. Um, I think one of the big things for Devin is kind of making his throws quicker. There were a lot of times where – He's got to get the ball out sooner, and there was one interception where, I mean, he rolls out, he throws the ball a second too late, and the guys, the corner's able to come back and make a play on the ball. You know, that's something they've got to work on. It comes with more comfort, comes with more time, and it's something that hopefully we'll see more against Clemson. Yeah, and Wake's Amari Henderson had two picks in that game. He honestly right. could have had five interceptions, right. and they were all leery holding onto the ball a little too long. He had a couple on just little curls down to the sideline where yep. he jumped the route and he dropped a couple of them, and those are passes that if Devin Leary doesn't get off right away, just don't throw them because yep. that's what's always going to happen. Who is playing well on defensive side is Drake Thomas. I feel like as NC State fans, you know, you can always count on that. Had one and a half sacks. It was kind of all over the field, really the only one – that seemed to know what he was doing out there for a while. But overall, it just wasn't a pretty game. And that's, you know, two games in a row. If you count the Boston College game, that was just ugly. You know, NC State just hasn't figured things out. And looking ahead to next week, I don't think it's going to get any better. So if you guys want to talk about Clemson a little bit, obviously undefeated. We talked about that a whole lot. Um, but Running over everybody that's come through, it's going to be really cold in Raleigh compared to, you know, what it has been the last couple of weeks, you know, 35 degrees, 40 degrees, whatever it is at game time. So it'll be really interesting to see that, but it is home homecoming game. The fans usually show up. The student section shows up. Is that going to be enough to keep it close for any certain amount of time? No. I, I think, think Clemson, so. No, I think Clemson just really is going to overpower NC State. When you look at what NC State's been able to do the last few games, it's not much, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're getting just run all over, and then Wake was able to really utilize the pass game as well off that running game. When you look at Clemson and Travis Etienne, and they have Lynn J. Dixon behind him, they have two guys on their team that would be NC State's leading rusher. Etienne's already over 1,000 yards, but Dixon's a good back too. And then, of course, you have Trevor Lawrence in a receiving core that's really good. I think NC State didn't have an answer defensively for Boston College or Wake Forest, so they're absolutely not going to have an answer for Clemson. And you look at what Boston College put up rushing yards against NC State, ETN's going to have a field day, just like running through everybody. And I wouldn't, especially on a cold day, I wouldn't be surprised if he got, you know, most of the play, most of the snaps went to him. Yeah, it's it's going to be very, very ugly for NC State. You know, a huge issue over the past two weeks have been linebackers missing tackles, trying to fill holes. You know, and if you're going to run a 3-3-5, you need to make tackles at the point of attack. And that's not happened recently. I don't see why it would change for this week. Um, so I'm not confident in NC State's ability to stop Clemson at all. So when you ask how long is it going to be close, well, the game starts close. So... I don't know. Zero zero is yeah, the closest it'll be. It starts be. close, and I don't know if it's going to be close after that. You know, and the last time the NC State almost beat uh, Clemson, 
um, at Clemson, you know, a key factor was creating turnovers, right? There was a, there were a couple big fumbles that really changed the game for NC State. And I don't know if that's going to happen again this year because NC State, for the year, they have a negative turnover margin. Um, you know, they haven't been able to pick the ball off, and now you're running with a converted safety at corner on one side and your number five on the other side. So I don't see interceptions happening, most likely. And they haven't been able to create fumbles this entire year. You know, what is the path to victory? I don't really see one. You know, NC State, they've got a hope to be able to muck it up a little bit. But who's going to do that? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it either. You know, I, I, there's, I mean, it's hard to tell right now with Clemson obviously being undefeated. And besides the close game against UNC, everything else has been kind of blown out. So it's hard to see, really tell if there is a weakness in that Clemson team and NC State has a lot of weaknesses. So to fill all of those holes and all those gaps and try to come away with any game that's remotely close just seems unlikely. Yeah. I think, you know, if NC State has one thing on their side, it's voodoo, right? It's a Saturday night, night game in Carter Finley, you know, NC State is expected to get completely blown out in this game. You know, the normal celebration after a big win is to go to the bell tower. The bell tower is being constructed, so there's a big fence up. So I think there's it nothing. It seems like something that would happen. Right. Then, there's right? nothing more NC State than finally beating Clemson on a year that you can't just run to the bell tower because of all the fences. Well, all that is nice. And I think with this NC State Clemson game every year, you try to find these things to get your hopes up for NC State because right. it always is. They play Clemson well. Right. They do. This NC State team is not going to play Clemson. Oh, well. I think you mentioned not. the turnovers. That's been the biggest issue for this defense. I mean, teams have been running all over them and passing all over them, but the biggest issue has still been the defense or the turnovers. NC State hasn't forced a turnover since the Ball State game. Oh, that is, they, they haven't forced a turnover in ACC play. That's you not cannot good. That's beat terrible. A, you yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. You cannot beat a team like Clemson right. without forcing turnovers exactly. because you're not going to beat them. At their own up. Game. You have to turn the ball over. Yep. NC State just has not been able to do that for whatever reason, but it's. If you can't get turnovers, you're not going to beat a team as good as Clemson. Right. And NC State's not getting turnovers. They're not going to have a chance against Clemson. I think Anderson said in his article that the only position that NC State might have the edge was kicker. <laughs> so there is that. You if know. we get into, into a kickoff <laughs> in a cold game, yeah, there is there is possibility. Here. One last if it's 30, like a 12 to 6 kind yeah. of thing where we have, where NC State has four field goals. One last 38 yarder to win the game. Oh, feel confident no. this time. <laughs> also check out uh, Tristan's article coming out on Thursday about uh, the NC State Clemson recent history. That's a good one. Ooh, that's but, a brutal um, one. <laughs> <laughs> to to round things out here, um, let me get a score prediction from you guys. So uh, Jalen, do you want to start with a score prediction for Saturday night? Yeah, I feel I feel weirdly weirdly confident. You know, the NC State team. Why they've got their backs up against the wall, and when you're surrounded, you know you. You really lash out. And I think that they, you're looking at me crazy. They find the end zone in this game. So, once? 52 to 7. All right. <laughs> they find the end zone once. once. Okay. I like it. Bold take right there. I think the line's somewhere around like 35. Yeah, I so. think that that's extremely low. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. agree. Um, you know what? I think NC State might find the end zone once. Okay. I, I agree with that. Okay. Um, other than that, though, just nothing is going right for NC State in this game. I mean, Clemson's offense is so good. ETN can run the ball over them. The receivers are good facing NC State's, at this point, fifth and sixth string corners. 
Um, this is going to be a bloodbath. This is going to be very bad. Clemson, you know, ranked fifth. We talked about that a lot. Has something to kind of prove. National audience night game. I say 63 to 10. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. I, honestly, I'm not sure NC State finds the end zone. Um, but I do think Chris Dunn gets a couple through. So I'm thinking like 69 to 9. Nice. Because, like, there's just no way the score is, is anywhere close. So... Yeah, that's. <laughs> I think we're all around the same ballpark area yeah. where this game won't be any won't be close at all. No, I think the smartest way to take in this game is um, to go tailgating and then to keep tailgating as the game goes on. I think I'll be watching drinking. LSU Bama. Yeah, if that continues to go along, I think I'll just continue watching LSU. I think Bama. that's a smart decision. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's really it. You know, a lot of negativity on this one, but. Uh, you know, we'll see how NC State really fares against the Tigers in the freezing cold on Saturday night at Carter Finley. So, thank you guys for listening. Again, I'm your host, Technician Sports Editor Camden Spate. I'm video editor Jalen Harrington. And we'll see you guys next time.